Save big money when you start your next project today at Menards. Convert your current recessed lighting with energy-saving LED downlights from Fight Electric. They're bright and install easily in just minutes. They also go from regular lighting to nightlight mode with just a simple flip of a switch. Save big on all Fight Lighting products now at Menards. Shop our lighting options today in-store and on Menards.com. Save big money at when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Helmet, fellow adventurers, it's time to explore Sarn Guard Keep. This is another one of those explorable areas. Previously, there used to be limits on how much you could explore in one sitting, but I think his gemless realised that wasn't really adding anything to the game, so it was removed. Because the thing is, there's a limit where you want to play it lots, you come back against a barrier. If you don't want to play it lots, you feel, well, if I leave now, I'm just leaving these three. Ah, yes, he, he was just leaving. Ah, yes, he's leaving. I'm, I'm leaving seven explorations unused, and I can't be having that. Yeah, so, yeah, so you you can find yourself exploring long after you've run out of stuff to do, just because you, you want to finish the explorations. No, it's just, it's unlimited. Like, pretty much most of the content in the game, want to play? Play? Don't want to play? It will wait until you're ready. Even if you say... Leave in the middle of a battle. Oh, it's a battle. Ah, alright. Use special thing. Have, have, oh, go to bed. Come back in the morning. It's still there. The halls of... Now, back to the exploration. The halls of Sarnguard Keep. Harbour both intrigue and peril. Proceed with caution. If you are indeed... Indeed, bold enough to explore the corridors of Thane Mazabrak, we built Ireland's stronghold. Explore now. While moving through the keep, some of the more secluded passages. While moving through some of the more secluded passages in the keep, you suddenly find yourself overcome by the nagging fear you're being followed. Now and again, strange, out of place noises causing noises from somewhere in the corridor reach. Behind you, reach your ears, causing you to stop and glance over your shoulder. Each time, however, you can see no sign of anyone lurking in the passage. The unsettling thought that you're being trailed as you move through the keep only serves to strengthen your resolve to stay on your guard and get to the bottom of the strange events that have plagued you ever since you've set foot on the aisle. Let's go again. 
In a narrow, out-of-way passage high in the keep, you discover a recently completed life-size statue of Thane Mazamak. The Thane's gloved hands rest squarely on his hips, and the jewelled hilt of a broad sword pokes out of the ornate sheath that dangles on its thick-studded belt. The craftsmanship on the statue is remarkable, and you find yourself wondering why it's been placed here, out of sight. After spending a few minutes examining the keep, you once again prepare to resume your exploration of the keep. Okay, back to the statue. Now, let's see. Can I use a Carnia? Nope, nothing happens. Maybe Law? Nope. Alright, next up. Thievery. Nope. Conjuration? Nope, just, just, just some dragon hide boots. Nope, nope, that's no good. Oh, okay, not conjuration. A destruction. It succeeded, but it didn't do anything. Which is probably for the best, because... I think the thing would probably be really angry at me if I destroyed his cat statue for no reason. Although, maybe he'd be pleased because he doesn't like this one, but he can't destroy it because it's a gift, so you have to put it out of the way. And you say, oh, I was I'm just about to move it to the front place, but I'm, I'm keeping it there while I find it, while I get the place sorted, well, sorted it out to put it in. Oh, well, of course, of course, of course, of course. Yes, you're going to put it in a... You're going to put it in the in the main hall? Oh, yes, yes, yes. But it's just not sort of ready yet. The main, the main hall isn't, isn't, clean, isn't prepared to accept a statue of this magnificence. So, hmm, what could I use? Maybe shadow magic. Nope. Doesn't seem that this statue does anything. It's just there. It's just there being there. <laughs> yeah. Alright, explore some more. While exploring the halls of the keep, you suddenly find yourself overtaken by a powerful and inexplicable sense of dread. Despite the fact you can discern no rational reason for this sudden onset of fear, you quickly retrace your steps to you once again find yourself in more familiar surroundings. Oh, look, that's the, the dread thing again. While moving along one of the keep's corridors, you encounter a group of guardsmen making one of their routine, routine patrols of the fortress. The guards immediately recognise you and greet you respectfully as they pass. Once the patrol is no longer in sight, you set off to resume your exploration of the keep. Explore some more. You're moving along one of the keep's more narrow corridors when a stabbing pain suddenly shoots through your skull. The pain rapidly intensifies. Blurring your vision and making it seem as if your head will imminently explode. You come to the horrifying realisation your mind is under siege by a powerful psionic attack. Pick a number. Bonus of 60. 20 from mind. 20 from aura. 20 from spirit. Need 100 or more. 130 is a success. You manage to fend off the more powerful effects of the psionic attack attempting to ravage your mind but you still suffer a small amount of damage 
After nearly a minute, the attacks have size, and you quickly set off on your way, mystified as to who or what is behind the sinister assault. You know, it makes no sense. I mean, it's not enough to, you know, actually kill me. Is it just to distract me? Just distract me for a few minutes while they move their schemes out of the way? Could well be. Could well be. Explore some more. You're moving through one of the keep's upper packages when you happen upon a curious scene. Half dozen men being watched by a white bearded man standing in the passage. A hard at work attempting to weigh a massive belt into place at the top of the narrow tower. The white haired man is standing directly beneath the weighted belt, which is currently 20 feet above his head, and is intently staring up at the rising object. You sense he has positioned himself in such a way as to take note of the barrel's position and study the shape of its wind. Quite a job getting this one up here, he says, trying to acknowledge you. We should have had four more backs for the task, but you work with what you were given. Almost didn't. A loud snap from above sends a chill the length of your spine and causes your heart to skip a beat. The screams of the men positioned above the passage reach your ears as the shadow of the great bell rapidly expands on the cold stone of the passage floor. The massive object is plummeting into the corridor. You shout your own warning to the white-haired man, but he appears to be frozen in terror, staring, stuck staring up at the bell, now rushing down towards him from above. I'm kind of imagining the bell's big enough that it could just fall around him, but maybe it's not quite that big and it's actually dangerous. Anyway, there'll be a, there'll be a clapper. Be a clapper in the middle of the bell, and that would definitely hit him. And those things are solid metal lumps. Yeah, that that probably be what would kill him. Even if it's a huge bell, it's a big Ben bell. For only a split second, you shout your split second to attempt to save him. So I can use telekinesis. Elementalism, fortification, gating, or attempt to push him clear of the bell. Now, I will, I'm, I'm most interested in saving him, so I'll use fortification. That's a 90% chance of success. <sighs> it succeeded. 16 XP to fortification. You summon your power of fortification. And a broad arc of silver sparkles immediately appears above the head of the motionless man. The massive belt smashes into your hastily summoned barrier with a deafening clank before dropping to the floor with reverberating thud. The masterful and timely use of your power has saved the man's life. Alright. The man, although shaken by the incident, is not injured and just tears well up in his eyes he thanks you for saving his life after having somewhat composed himself he tells him he tells tells you that his name is Kerfalim and he's been commissioned to create several new bells to replace those hung in the keep's towers for centuries 
Any bell maker worth half a token knows not to stand underneath a hoisted bell, he says, sighing as he shakes his head in disbelief. I wanted to see it shake from below, as it was a true masterpiece. Well, you can see what such foolishness nearly got me. Never again, Crooklyn tells you that he hails from Talonus, where he has long made a prosperous living as a master bell founder. My foundry is the largest in the kingdom, he says proudly, and it very nearly becomes founderless. Good, good bit of luck that you scrolled by when you did. You introduce yourself to Curthilim, and his eyes widen. The bellman tells you he's heard tales of your exploits, and he never dreamed you would find yourself snatched from the salt doors of death, death by a hero of such renown. You spend the next several minutes conversing with the bell founder on a wide variety of topics, while his assistants scramble about to move the heavy and hopelessly and hopelessly damaged bell out of the passage. Much to surprise, Kufflin seems to pay little mind to his ruined masterpiece. At length, you bid Kufflin farewell, joking remind him to stay clear of any future bell raisings. He frowns and then smirks assuring you he will never again admire his work from directly underneath. With that, you turn and set off on your way, eager to resume your exploration of the keep. 128 experience to general. Yep, nice. Alright, we're continuing. Explore some more. In a broad package duffs off one of the keep's main corridors, you run into Lucan. The advisor is pacing the south wall of the hall, with his hands folded behind his back and his eyes scouring the floor. It seems obvious to you that he's searching for something. As you approach, he looks up and regards you with a forced smile and a fixed nod, before swiftly lowering his gaze and resuming his pacing. Decide to leave him to his mysterious task. Promptly resume your exploration of the keep. Alright, that's dread again. More inexplicable dread, although considering it is Sargard we're talking about. I mean, a feeling of dread is probably the most appropriate feeling to be having at any and all times. Yeah. I mean, if you're not feeling a sense of dread and you're on Sargard, you're probably not paying attention. Explore some more. While moving through some of the more secluded passages in the keep, you suddenly find yourself overcome by the nagging fear. Fear you're being followed. Now and again, strange, out-of-place noises from somewhere corridor behind you reach your ears, causing you to stop and glance back over your shoulder. Each tire, however, you see no sign of anyone lurking in the passage. An unsettling thought that you're being trailed as you move through the keep only serves to strengthen your resolve to stay on your guard and get to the bottom of the strange events that have plagued you ever since you set foot on the aisle. The Halls of Sargar Keep. Yep, and exploring some more. While strolling along the broad passage on the eastern side of the keep, you spot a small object lying at the edge of the hall. As you draw up to it, you realise it's a thin copper ring. You promptly reach down and retrieve the item. View. 
You found this plain copper wing at the edge of a corridor while exploring Sangar Keep. After scudding the plain copper wing for a few moments, you slip it into your pocket and once again prepare to resume your exploration of the keep. Okay, so I found a thing. And Lucorin seems to be looking for a thing. In a broad passage just off one of the keep's main corridors, she went into Lucorin. The advisor was pacing the south wall of this hall, with his hands folded behind his back and his eyes scouring the floor. Seems obvious, Judy, searching for something. As you approach, he looks up and regards you with a forced smile and a swift nod, before quickly lowering his gaze and resuming his pacing. Decide to leave into his mysterious task and promptly resume your exploration of the keep. Show the plain copper wing to Lucuin. Well, it could be his. The moment you draw out the wing and show it to Luca can, the advisor's eyes light up and a look of relief washes over his face, momentarily replacing his usually dour countenance. Without saying a word, he reaches out and snatches the wing from you, studies it closely for a second or two, then shoves it into his pocket. I owe you a debt of gratitude, he says flatly, as the look on his face slowly turns to one of stoic indifference. I've looked everywhere for it since I lost it two days ago. It has great sentimental value to me, and I wouldn't part with it for the world. Thank you, Talis Jr. Something tells you Lucrid is telling the truth, though you sense that the wing means a great deal more to him than he is willing to reveal. Lucrid thanks you again. You're about to set off on your way when he suddenly takes hold of your arm and places a small leather pouch in your hand. It's hardly a reward, he says, but please take it. Thank you again, Talis Jr. After Luacan has departed, open the pouch. Surprise discovery contains four adventurer tokens. After securing the tokens, you once again resume your exploration of the keep. Okay, but what does that wing do? I think it's somehow involved in spycraft. Maybe like if you ep, if you put it in a particular acid, some of it dissolves and it reveals reveals of codes. Maybe it's magic. Probably magic. Yeah. Anyway, I've got four AT, so that's enough to make me not ask any more questions. Just, just, just a thing to all your villains. Give me ATs and I'll probably not ask any more questions. Unless you're really, really obnoxiously evil. In which case, you're 50-50. Alright, explore some more. Alright, sense of dread. It's a routine patrol. Hello, guards. Awesome girl. While it, you explore many of the keep's twisting passages, discover nothing of interest or importance. Still, you find yourself continually noting, with awe, the grand scale of the on-going effort to rebuild and restore the formidable fortress. Oh, yeah, it's big. Yeah, and I'm impressed again. I'm still impressed. Impressed three times in a row. But then back to the dread. 
Hello again, routinely patrolling guards. Were you the ones I saw last time? No, no, that those were your brothers. Well, say hi to them for me next time, okay? Ta-ta, 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 routinely patrolling guards. Hello again. Oh, oh, I met you three, I met you, I met you three, three times ago. Oh, oh so how, how's, how's your father and all that? Yep, hello, hello. Ta-ta for now. One night while exploring, exploring several of the last travelled passages within the keep, you stumble upon a curious find. As you round a corner of the corridor you've been following, you spot three men in the gloom ahead, merging from a hidden door set flush into the western wall of the passage. You retreat round the corner and wait patiently to hear the footfalls of the three men trailing away in the opposite direction along the hall. Then, eager to find out what lies behind the hidden door, you step back round the corner and move up to the well-concealed portal. First, the door is difficult to detect, even when you're standing directly in front of it, but after a few moments you discern its outline, even manage to locate and latch near its base, will undoubtedly serve to open it. You've made, you've made a special note of this location, the secret door. You're made to return to it in the future, whenever you explore Sartan Guard Keep. Alright, so, I could ignore it for now, but I will come back later. It's a special location, so I can t return to it any time. Or, I can find out what lies behind the secret door. Presumably secrets. I mean... There's secrets everywhere in Sandgard. But the thing is, you can't get to the secrets because of the other secrets in front of the secrets. But maybe there's a few secrets here that I can, that I can extract from the secret bedrock. Using the latches, you open the door and discover a set of narrow steps sliding downwards into the darkness. After listening for a moment, you make certain no one is moving on the stairs. You begin a slow and cautious descent, eager to see where this hidden stairwell leads. For nearly a minute you transverse the steps, till at last you arrive at the bottom and find yourself gazing along a passage that stretches off into a dense swell of gloom to the east. Alright. You're standing at the base of a set of stone steps that spiral upwards into shadow far western end of a long, dark passage. So, I'm in the southwestern corner of this dungeon. There's a little thing to the east. Yeah, I'm going round a little circle in the southeast corner. Just a 4x4 four four dungeon. Question mark coming up. While passing through this section of corridor, you spot something out the corner of your eye on the wall to your right. You stop. Stop and turn to face the wall, allowing your eyes to scour the wall. After several moments, you become convinced it was merely a trick played on your eyes by the thick shadows that linger in these rusty halls. Hmm, maybe a thief's eye will find something. Yes! You've successfully used your feathery skill. 64! Experience the feathery. Your well-trained eye notes a faint rectangular outline set between the large stones, 
to make up the wall of the passage. You carefully trace the outline with your finger. Discover that the rectangular stone is loose. Slowly and cautiously, you will remove the rectangular piece of stone to reveal a small hollow in the wall. Resting at the back of the hollow is a small square of stone. You reach in and take possession of the curious item. It's a tiny stone square. This is the small stone square you discovered hidden in the wall of the passage in a, se- in a secret lower level. Level of saga, I keep wrong. Not the secret lower level. It's a secret lower level. Because... I mean, we previously saw a secret lower level in the Footsteps Adventure. And we've seen a secret lower level here. And I wouldn't be surprised if there's a lot more secret lower levels. As well as the non-secret lower levels like the dungeon. Yes, lots lots and lots of lower levels. Some secret, some not. Some that are said to be secret, but everyone actually already knows about them. Some that everybody knows about, but which they pretend are secret, so that people can feel they found a secret. <laughs> and some that are only just a little bit secret, so you can, so that people can explore their secret, saw their secret finding urges without actually discovering any of the proper secrets. And some dungeons are so secret you can only find them, but you can find the other secrets. And more secrets. So many secrets. After replacing the rectangular piece of stone to conceal the hollow, and tucking the small square of stone safely in amongst your other belongings, you once again prepare to resume your exploration of these musty passages. So, let's see. Well, I'm on, on the... Northeast side, and there's an alcove to the north. A large stone chest sits west against the north wall of this deep alcove. The chest is large and extremely heavy, making it impossible to move. The chest's weighty stone lid is closed, and there's no visible keyhole or any other apparent means by which you might hope to affect its opening. Let's look a bit closer. Examination of the stone chest reveals a small square impression set into the top of this lid. Oh, I just found a small square. I've used that. I used it. 32 XPs to general. You fit the small stone square into the pressure at the top of the chest and it promptly disintegrates. You are no longer carrying the tiny stone square. With a slight groan, the heavy lid springs open. Staring down into the interior of the chest, you spot a black, black cough pouch, which you promptly retrieve. Much to your surprise, the pouch contains four adventurer tokens. Ooh, very nice. Very, 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 very nice. It's very nice. It's four adventure tokens. Very nice. After carefully examining the interior of the chest, you close the lid and prepare to once again set off on your way. Now, I think that's all the adventurer tokens. You hear what sounds like someone moving to the north and west. You move cautiously through the dark corridors of the secret lair. You have every sense alert for the first sign of danger. 
Ooh, I can hear something calling to the north. Okay, alcove in the northwest side, what are you? As you, su- as you draw near to the end of, a pa- of the passage, a pale yellow light suddenly stamps out of the shadows ahead. You creep, creep close, closer, keeping one hand on the wall until you can, can plainly see four h- figures h- h- hunched over something on the floor. Your pulse quickens then when you realise the four figures are Tazal. Resting on the ground before the four stake men is a stone tablet. One of the Tazal continues to sweep a fleeking lan- flickering lantern over the core subject, which all four of the vicious creatures seem to be studying intently. So, the Tazal have not yet spotted you. I could confront them, or I could attempt to retrieve the tablet without confronting them. But as far as I'm concerned, uh, I be I can be pretty confident that the less snake men wandering around, the better. So I'm just going to confront them. We step boldly into the pool of light cast by the Tazar's lap. The four snake men hiss in alarm and draw back in al- hiss in alarm and draw back in alarm upon catching a sight of you. Each of, of the vicious Tarzal quickly draws short swords, with their gazes fixed cruelly, cruelly fixed on you. Begin swiftly swiveling along the passage in your direction. So I, I can use archery to shoot them down first, and I will. Eight XP to archery. What a remarkable display of your bow skill. You launch, you notch and fire two arrows in rapid succession. The advancing, advancing Tarzel. The whistling shafts f- fire their mark, burying themselves deep in the thick necks of the cool snake men. The two Tarzel emit hideous gasps as they collapse to the floor and writhe about for several seconds before ultimately succumbing to death. The third and fourth Tarzel, apparently undeterred by the sudden loss of their kin, continue towards you forcing you to shoulder your bow, your bow, and assume a combat-ready stance. You quickly find yourself locked in a gruesome battle to the death against your merciless, slivering foes, a sword-wielding Tuzzle, who slashes at who mercilessly slashes at you with his deadly blade. Ooh, brutal stroke for 11 damage, another brutal stroke for 10 damage, but slain. 14 XP, the fourth and final Tazol is swiftly upon you, slashing out furiously with his deadly sharp blades. It's another sword-wielding Tazol, brutal stroke for 7 damage, slashes mercilessly with his deadly blade, another brutal stroke, 10 damage, and slain. 22 XP, you step over the corpses of the Tazol, and take and take the stone tablet around which the vile creatures had been gathered. I now have an etched stone tablet. I know it's important because I had to kill something to get it. This thin stone tablet bears a series of crude etchings that depict hawks in various stages of flight. The etchings on this tablet are nearly identical in style. So to the ones that adorn the small flat stones you possess. You should present this tablet to Myrinor in, te- in his tent in the West Camp of Starnguard Keep.
When you reach the base of the stairs, you closely examine the stone tablet as it's shocked to discover it bears multiple etchings of a hawk in flight, almost identical to the etchings found on the smaller stones already in your possession. As you carefully replace the tablet in amongst, in amongst your possession, now more certain than ever, you hold in your hand hands the key pieces to a sinister puzzle. Oh, what's, what, what, what's this? And Okay, well, I've... I've okay. I've seen all three question marks. Climb the stairs and leave this place. You climb the stairs and make your way out of the musty, forgotten passages. You're standing in the narrow passage at the base of the stairs, behind which stands the hidden door that leads down into a hidden section of the keep. The secret door is closed, and you can see no one in either direction along the lengthy corridor. Continual exploration. One more exploration. I am impressed by just how big and fast, fastly being constructed this keep is. Now, I'm just going to pause while I check if there's anything more for me to find here. Okay, it turns out there's one more thing for me to find. Impressive, sense of dread, impressed, hello, hello guards, expensive dread, very explicable actually, considering, considering I've been trying to kill, people have tried to kill me several times on this island, and, that, and that's not including the monsters. Because really, when we were monsters, there's a there's a there's a sort of gentleman's agreement. If I enter into a monster's cave or lair, it's fair game. Anything's fair air. All's fair in love, war, and monster fighting. I mean, it's nothing personal. I've got to kill them, but it's not personal, you know. There's bye bye guards, twisting passages. Uh, okay. Breast. Alright, there's a guardsman. More guardsmen. More guardsmen! Sense of dread. I'm recording this right, yep. Yeah. Uh, more guardsmen. They're pressed. More guardsmen. Dread. Or, hello, guardsman. Sense of dread. All right, and more guards. Sense of dread. Or, dread. Dread once more. Hello, guards. Powerful and explicable sense of... You know what? I'm going to pause it until something new comes up. This is new. While moving down a broad hall on one of the keep's upper levels, you pass a door set into the east wall. As you approach the door, you can hear hoist hushed voices coming from behind it. But don't you stop in front of the heavy oaken slab, the sounds swiftly fade into silence. You stand perfectly still in the middle of the passage, 
listening intently, but you hear nothing further from behind the door. So, I'm pretty sure there's someone behind this door, and they're discussing secret things. Of course, which secret things? Or it could just be, you know, just some other secrets that I don't care about. Because I think this island probably makes people feel like keeping secrets over everything. Uh, in this island, you could probably you could probably keep trying to keep secret what colour your socks are, because that's just what this island does. It makes you want to keep everything secret. So I can open the door, ignore the door, and continue on my way, or I could use feathery to sneak in divination to know exactly what's on the other side or shadow magic to do some weird shadow stuff. I'll use shadow magic. Eight, it succeeded. Eight XP to shadow magic. You channel your power of shadow magic and your head is immediately filled with faint whispers as the gloom around the edge of the door begins to writhe and ripple. You, you listen carefully as the shadows relay to a sharp warning. There are three individuals standing directly behind the door, waiting to ambush you. I'm just going to throw open the door then. Throw open the door, startling three men standing directly on the other side. Two of the men are brandishing sword swords, and the third man, who appears to be unarmed, quickly turns away from you before you can see his face and flees into the gloom. Along the passage at his back. Oh dear, he's going to see me use shadow magic. Don't know, no, probably not. Might not. You firmly plant your feet and draw yourself into a defensive posture. The two men throw themselves at you in a frenzied attack, slashing out wildly with their blades. You manage to fend off the initial assault and quickly counter with your own attack. It's two swordsmen. So I can kill them. Or I can subdue them. I mean, so I really don't gain anything from killing them because this guy's already escaped and revealed that I was here, not particularly doing anything, but just here. I'm just going to subdue them. The two the two steering men strike out at you with their short swords. Brutal stroke for 8 damage. Oh no, you're not supposed to do that. Oh, I just went into battle wage. A subdued battle wage. And they are subdued. 21 XP. One of the two men you subdued is still conscious. And you quickly place your foot on his chest, pressing him into the floor while demanding to know why it is you are attacked. The man appears reluctant to answer your question issues you a warning in a trembling voice. You're in danger here, he says, his eyes wide with fear as he stares up at you. You and your friends are all in grave danger. You know nothing of what is truly going on here. Your only hope is to leave now, or you still can. With that, the man laps into unconsciousness. A quick search of the men reveals only their swords, which you decide against taking. In case they should, could somehow be identified, connect you with the events that transpired here. You do, however, discover a small quantity of gold on one of them, which you probably acquire. Eleven gold! 
Woo-wee, that's a lot. I am being sarcastic. After making certain you're still alone in the passage, you cross the door and swiftly resume your exploration of the keep. Okay, and that... That's, I think, everything you can get from exploring Sarangal Keep. So, I'm going to to tell Millinor who is really Thane Poland, about what I just found. That etched, that etched stone tablet. Yes, that seems important. So visit Millendor's tent. Thane Poland, known to everyone else on Lyland as Millendor, is actually in charge of a large force of Morse mercenaries that have already scored considerable successes against the Nowak north of the Outer Markers. The Fane welcomes you into his tent and immediately asks if you have anything to report. You spend a considerable amount of time in deep conversation with the disguised overlord of Trithic. Hmm, I wonder... What, what, I assume somebody has watched me go in here. Lucan, if nothing else, because he seems to he seems to always turn up at the most inopportune times. Except that one time where we gave me four ATs, that was an opportune time. Yeah, so I mean, as long as they don't know that we're both, you know, us, then they can't really draw anything from it. I mean, adventurers talk to adventurers. It's just what we do. I mean, there's plenty of... I mean, I don't think... I don't... There would be a bit of a leech to them to say, oh, oh, obviously what's happening is that this this commander is actually Thane Poland in disguise. What, wasn't he? What, did I see him in Twithic just, just at the exact same time? Is he, oh, oh, he has these disguise wings. He has someone disguised as him. And he was disguised as someone else. And then someone else. Well, lots and lots of disguise wings. And anyway, and then we see what he's meeting with. He's probably meeting with his best guy. That would be, be Zoop, who is also in disguise. Yeah, that, that would be a bit of a leap to make. Unless, of course, they already knew about the disguise wings, which they might not. Or, of course, they have... They don't use their eyes to see, in which case, none of this is happening at all, and they all know who I am. Show. So I'm going to show the Xstone tablet to Milwinor. 32 XP to General. If you show the Xstone tablet to Thane Point, he carefully studies it for several moments, then looks up to meet your curious gaze. There is a meaning to these stones, and to the etchings they bear, he says. Our mutual friend, and my trusted agent, Nuriel, believes that she knows something about them. She discovered old whiting among the keep's preserved documents that speak of a sorceress that supposedly lives somewhere amidst the peak of the jagged hills, north of the hold. The fane thrusts a steaming mug of pale into your hand and rises from the wooden bench upon which he has been seated. He strides up and peers out of the flap of his tent for several moments, before retreating and retaking his seat, 
I need you to explore those hills, Talis Jr., he says, hesitating slightly before using your assumed name. Sivy has momentarily forgotten it. I believe that what you might find there will take us closer to the heart of this business. Of course, we might certainly find ourselves regretting just such a development. Thane Point smirks and reaches over and slaps you on the shoulder. Your travel outside the hold won't be questioned, he says. You're practically a legend on this island, and elsewhere for that matter. See what you can find in those hills, and but take great but take great care. Be certain which to report to me regularly. You nod and tell the Thane that you will immediately commence your exploration of the jagged hills. He wishes you luck and stands to meet you in a shoulder in a shoulder cross before you depart. As you pull back the flat flap of the tent, tent and prepare to step out onto the bustling camp, Thane Bolton calls after you. Mind yourself out there, Tally's Junior, he says, and watch your back. Once once outside the boundaries of the keep, you'll you will be on your own. With the final not lot of encouragement not to acknowledge what he just said, you turn and exit the tent. Okay, so that's what I will be doing next time. Now I'm going to save. So next time, I will be exploring the Jagged Hills, trying to find out what all these etched stones mean, meeting a sorceress, and hopefully, and hopefully at least finding a few nuggets of all the mysteries that this island holds. But until then, farewell, fellow adventurers. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.